I have a special announcement for you. Yes, the Template Design Summit is happening June 4th and 5th and you are invited. So go to collegeofstyle.com forward slash TDS to register now. You also have the option to get replay access this year, so do not miss out. Every single session, either live or recorded, will happen inside of our Facebook group. So don't delay. Make sure that you register for the Template Design Summit now at collegeofstyle.com forward slash TDS. This is the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. Do you know what your brand's signature style is? Well, I got you covered. Take the 60-second style quiz on our website at collegeofstyle.com forward slash style dash quiz. Once you're done, you'll get a breakdown of who your style icon is, a very cool discount code on working with me and College of Style to help bring out what your signature style is and make it work for you. So visit our website today at collegeofstyle.com forward slash style dash quiz to take the quiz now. You're listening to Sweet Bites with Sandra with your host, Dr. Sandra Colton-Medici. Follow on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Dr. Sandra Colton-Medici. You can listen to select episodes of the podcast live on Fireside and learn about upcoming course announcements, coaching programs, working one-on-one with Sandra, and new template releases by visiting collegeofstyle.com. Find digital marketing strategies and social media updates on Sandra's Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash college of style. Join Sandra on TikTok, Pinterest, and Twitter at College of Style and subscribe today to Sandra's newsletter. It's called Link in Bio and you can find it on LinkedIn to learn more about links that make you click. This is your personal invitation to join Sandra's community at collegeofstylecommunity.com today. Hi, I'm Sandra, and I'd like to invite you to subscribe and listen to my new podcast, Sweet Pipes with Sandra. Satisfy your entrepreneurial sweet tooth in each episode full of digital business tips, inspiring interviews, asides from my entertainment career, and rewards to celebrate your sweet success. Find Sweet Bites with Sandra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for joining me on episode 79 of the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Colton-Medici, and today I have a very special guest for the interview. Her name is Shivani Eknith, and she is a student and writer at UC Berkeley. You do not want to miss this interview because I am getting her perspective on social audio on the ground with university students and how it has changed the landscape of how we are communicating with one another. You do not want to miss this interview. So stay tuned. Everyone wants to stay on trend, right? Tailwind's 2022 design trends for social media include font pairings, color palettes, and motifs, all available for use inside of Tailwind. Use the report that I'm linking inside of the show notes to help you navigate your social media and keep your social posts looking so fresh. I use Tailwind to keep my Pinterest on point, and so can you. You can also use it to design inside of Tailwind and schedule social media for your social media platforms. Head on over to the show notes to check out Tailwind's 2022 design trends for social media. One of the hidden features on my website 
is the tools page. If you scroll past it on the homepage, you won't find another link for it. So go directly to it and find the 30 different tools that I recommend for you to use in your business. It's at college of style forward slash tools to find more. There are so many hidden gems on the website and little by little, I'm trying to show you exactly where to find them. But this is definitely one that you need to bookmark on your web browser. It's collegeofstyle.com forward slash tools and check out the 30 tools that are on there for your business. One of the cool things that I'm doing this year that I think you're going to love is giving away a template a day inside of our Facebook group and they are Canva templates. So you must have a Canva account in order to access them. So head on over to our Facebook group for a template a day as we lead up to the template design summit, June 4th and 5th. Another thing that I'm super excited about, and you can hear it, <laughs> is that I have a brand new product on our shop, and you're going to see a fun new selection of template design related merchandise. And that's simply because I can't get enough of them. So if you go on our website right now, you can see it's a compact mirror and it says J'adore templates on the front. It's too cute with hearts and all. So definitely check out our shop at shopcollegeofstyle.com for my brand new template collection, celebrating content creators, business owners, and entrepreneurs just like you. Go to shopcollegeofstyle.com today. Breaking through the noise is hard with so much distraction on social media platforms. Finding your voice, cadence, and consistency can also be elusive. Have you tried to create social media posts that just didn't seem to attract your ideal audience? Do you look at other people's social profiles and wonder, how are they posting this content that looks so cohesive and tailored to their brand identity? Well, imagine if you could create social media posts that resonate with your audience and stop people from scrolling right past your profile. Create captions that captivate your followers and nurture your community so that they trust you as an authority in your industry. And generate sales from those social media followers by crafting calls to action that convert your followers into customers. And what about just showing up online, showing up as your true self online and using strategies to build and grow your online community? Well, that's what we do inside of the six week group coaching program. It's called Style to the Nines. We just had an open enrollment period that literally just ended. So if you missed that open enrollment period, I want to give you a little bit of a heads up. We're having another one. <laughs> so if you missed it, the upcoming holiday is your chance to secure your spot Memorial Day weekend. Yes, it's an open cart just for you. Like I said, every single time that I'm offering this program, the investment will go up. So the program is $300 for the six week group coaching program. So do not miss out. This is your last opportunity for this spring cohort of the Style to the Nines group coaching program. I can't wait to see you inside and do not miss it this month. The upcoming interview took place in December 2021 on Fireside Live. So just so you know, we are going to be talking about Spotify Green Room, which is now called Spotify Live. My guest is Shivani Eknip, and she is actually a student and journalist. Um, and I came across some of her work when I was looking around on the internet, because I dig a lot. Um, and she had an article about social audio. And so I wanted to talk today about what I titled the episode is Audio Bites because there's so many different players in the game now um, that it can get a little bit overwhelming, a little bit confusing as to 
maybe which platform is the best for you. So let's talk with Shivani. So let's talk about some of your experiences with social audio and what you kind of have, you know, like your, your opinion on just the medium. Yeah. So, um, Initially, I was honestly, Sandra, I was as shocked as you were because I didn't really know the potential and scope that it could possibly have. And I think during the pandemic, Clubhouse was something that really took off. And even then, um, there wasn't as much buzz about social audio, I think, till then. So for the article I did for Make Use Of, I downloaded um, Spotify Green Room for the first time. It was the first social audio app that I ever downloaded. I had no clue what it was. But again, I was I was quite shocked by just the fact that it existed and it wasn't really something that a lot of people knew about, right? Um, and I still believe that uh, the platform is on uh, beta status, but it's still sort of getting a lot of attention. Um, and I sort of tried playing around with the joining rooms, kind of digging as well, because I was just really, really curious. And yeah, so like what I know about social audio is that it is sort of, again, a form of social media in which sort of people communicate via audio or like a share app. So like, you know, like you were seeing chat rooms, but with sort of live conversations happening, especially when we're talking about Spotify Greenroom um, as well as Clubhouse. So it's not via text or video, which is what makes it very unique and different from Instagram or Facebook, obviously. And then think about it, like there's so many like big people who have been on Clubhouse. Uh, I believe uh, Van Jones, Jared Leto, Drake, Elon Musk. Elon Musk, in fact, I thought it was really funny that he sent a Clubhouse um, invite to to the Russian president Vladimir Putin and there was just like a lot of buzz that was created around some of these big celebrities and like big world leaders being so closely associated with the platform right and I just think that there's so much potential for it when I was on Spotify Green Room, I was like you, you have the potential for live audio rooms podcasting sound bites so there's just more avenues there for content and just to there's so many ways to just create more content as well as immerse ourselves in like yet more more media it's sort of like this social audio i would say sort of like this cultural sounding board that sort of just gives us even more access to knowledge and information in just so many creative ways and i also think that what is really cool about it especially with platforms such as clubhouse is that it can be just this opportunity and avenue for content creators and like performers to sort of engage with their content, you know, um, express and share their content in another way. So we have TikTok, but TikTok is obviously a very different genre of content creation and sharing. So it's just, again, another, I would say, way in which we can do that. Um, and I also know that apart from Clubhouse and Greenroom, I, I was doing a lot of research on this. They've also, there's like multiple social audio platforms. I think they've also been independent creators. There's one called Quilt, I believe. And I think there's also a there's also a lot of audio, social audio um, sort of features on Facebook as well as Twitter. Um, and it sort of seems like it's a race to see who gets there first, if it's Clubhouse, if it's Big Tech or if it's sort of independent platforms. So I think the market's looking pretty interesting right now. And I would sort of want to see maybe in a couple of years who's sort of at the top, especially because Facebook is sort of in this game right now. And like you have big tech as well, sort of wanting to capitalize on this opportunity. So yeah, that is basically how I got involved and kind of engaged with the whole thing. Yeah, well, so you mentioned Spotify and I I think I was reading your article and that's, that's my first introduction to Spotify green room. And when I went on to Spotify green room, I was struck because I kind of was like, is there anybody here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I thought like in the kind of sequence of, um, you know, their app, 
there's a lot of rooms, right? And you have to kind of pick a genre. There's very, like, it's very um, limited, kind of the, the genres that you can kind of jump into, like business, music. They're very broad categories, I would say. But I thought what was very interesting is that they basically have, like, one of the genres is Anchor, right? Is like the podcast platform that they own. And so people who are getting into podcasting have this, like, direct link to Spotify Greenroom. And then the other part that I thought was really amazing was that the majority of rooms that I have come across, because I've only been yeah. on it for a few weeks or so, yeah. are music rooms, right? Yeah. And when I get into like Clubhouse or even Twitter Spaces, a lot of those are really conversation heavy. Yeah. And this was music heavy. And some of the rooms that I would get into, it was like named like 24 seven, you know, club yeah. hits something like that. And it yeah. literally would go 24 yeah. seven. And I'm like, I've only heard of a few clubhouse rooms going for 24 yeah. hours. Um, yeah. And really they, they had moderators come in and change hosts and you know, like it was kind of a rotation. This was like, people were sending their music to yeah. the host and then they were getting their music played on Spotify. So it was almost like this like indie music route to get heard. And I thought that was like a whole other beast that's not being capitalized on any of the other platforms. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's really like, I feel like with Clubhouse, it's still sort of operates on this era of exclusivity. That's like you have an invite, you have to be an expert. But I think that's what's making it both um, sort of very interesting it has this like sort of new exclusivity feature but also it's like not as accessible to people as well because you would need an invite and i think um i remember i was on spotify green room and i was just kind of playing around and i uh, i just hopped on to a live 24 uh, 7 chat session on a basketball game and i was like i'm not really into sports in general and i would never really be into uh, listening to basketball for, for like 24 hours. But yeah, I again just saw that it's just a more informal, it's just a lot more accessible to people. And I just think, um, yeah, it sort of just operates under a less exclusive sort of unofficial sort of structure versus I feel like um, Clubhouse is a bit more, you know, high stakes with regard to who can come in. And yeah, as you said that, I think that Anchor, that's a really, really interesting feature that I also found. I think all of these sort of operate as social audio, but I think that the audiences and the people that, they're, that, they, that they will eventually end up reaching might be pretty different. And I think that considering Spotify Green Room is still beta testing and it's still sort of coming up, I think it'll take a few years or like for us to really see what happens or it might completely die down. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you never know which ones are going to actually like fall off just because, yeah. you know, the of Clubhouse was really because people were craving connection during the beginning yeah. of pandemic, right? But the pandemic is still here, <laughs> you know, and you had mentioned one called Quilt and I actually was on Quilt yeah. from you know from early stages and I found it to be very different than Clubhouse because their mission was not to be talking about business. It was not to necessarily be talking about people in a negative way. Yeah. It was literally founded, I think, to offer support and be somewhere where people could go, like in the moment, to talk yeah. about their feelings. And 
I'm forgetting, I think it's Rumor Willis, I think actually had a podcast and she brought on, I think it was a psychic at one point um, to talk about different things that maybe she was going through or other people were going through. I think she had a friend who was having a baby and like, yeah. I was like, there are people on there who are, you know, in like kind of like celebrity realm who are just coming on because it's a different kind of platform. As a journalist, what do you find as far as social audio to be a good way to connect with sources um, or to gain insight into subjects that you might be interested in profiling for an article? Yeah, so I've relied um, on podcasts a lot for my research. Podcasts are something I love listening to. I just feel they're such a great way to get information, engage with content. And yeah, I'm sort of an avid reader of the news. So I listen to the New York Times daily podcast every single day. Um, and what I like about it is that they cover podcasts, especially like when news media, when there's they do podcasts, they do these like daily podcasts. There's always like a lot of analysis and they sort of go into stories that aren't really covered by mainstream news. So I like that podcasts have sort of offered that avenue where people can kind of talk about interesting conversations that are don't really grace headlines usually. And I think, yeah, that's super interesting because they really, I think a lot of podcasting and a lot of these conversations, uh, especially when you, when you think about Clubhouse, they happen between experts on a specific topic. So it really sort of drives that value of content and knowledge is extremely high because there's, you know, you're talking to someone who's an expert at something. And I think also um, what is really cool about social audio is that people can listen versus I feel like it sort of creates, it's a lot more powerful in a way when someone is talking about an issue versus you reading it and sort of just getting bogged down by words and like headlines and like going on a new site. So I think definitely, yeah, I've, I've really gotten a lot of um, more content, like a lot more out of it and like uh, sort of had an opportunity to listen to a lot more expert analysis. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, you're on Berkeley campus, right? Yes. So I can imagine the kinds of conversations you're having with students who are, because I used to, I mean, even after I went to college, I still lived semi-close to different college campuses. Yeah. And the innovation, the, the fearlessness of students yeah. is something that is, is what people really want to tap all the time. They want to be like, I need to be in the mix. And so I can just imagine what kind of conversations you're having with yeah. different colleagues of yours, different, you know, faculty members who are like literally doing the social listening that we all say that we're doing, but literally on the ground to hear what the concerns are, what the, you know, thought processes are of, you know, what Gen Z yeah. millennials, you know, whatever the, the youngerest of generations are, you know, um, yeah. And when you think about some differences that you see in like social audio platforms, which one do you think has the longevity? Hmm. I would say considering from all of the ones that I've like tried and like read about, I do think Clubhouse, especially now, um, Clubhouse really, really took off in the pandemic. And I think it sort of is that trailblazing force of social audio, honestly. And it's what's really cool is that sort of clubhouse rooms are like, you know, divided into these sections for like speakers and listeners. And there's like a live conversation happening, right? And we're sort of able to, you know, share. And like, I think on most social audio platforms, you're sort of able to share and express that knowledge. And it's a very also unique form of content that we're, that we're not that exposed to. And I feel that just because clubhouse was the first that really has um, put it in, in the game. 
quite a bit and i think also because you can so you can engage with audience members as experts it also lends a lot of credibility because because there's that air of exclusivity and i think people want to be a part of that conversation people want to be heard people want to people have fomo so people want to be included and i think clubhouse can has really capitalized on that and like a lot of people i remember once i was like talking to a housemate of mine and they were saying oh my god i'm on clubhouse i got an invite and i was like you need an invite to join and it just seemed like something very cool i'm like oh no one one's ever going to give me an invite. Um, so I think that line of thinking is something that's really um, helping Clubhouse. And it's sort of just, especially because it's social audio. And I think this is sort of something that's ubiquitous along all platforms. It sort of represents this, like you said, opportunity for social connection and empathy, having conversations about like language, role issues. And without that sort of a very image focused and image centered mindset that we have around Facebook and Instagram where we are sort of presenting ourselves in a way versus these are more authentic expressions of human beings I think when you're like talking and listening to people um and I think I remember I think I was reading about it um that was um that was a conversation that was happening with Palestinian refugees talking about their experiences and that garnered like a huge sort of audience back when, you know, that conflict was sort of really gracing headlines. And I think a lot of people engaged with that and got to like learn more about the problem. So I think, yeah, like hearing a like hearing something from these refugees, hearing something from people definitely generates a lot more emotion. It's a lot it's extremely powerful. And I think that um, platforms such as like Instagram and Telegram voice chat and Green Room are definitely sort of getting there. But I think they are sort of using the Clubhouse platform in a way to sort of and I think they're adding something interesting. They're adding something unique. But I de definitely think that just Clubhouse, their their whole base, their whole model is just built on something that's extremely unique. And I think that's definitely what's putting it um, at the top. But obviously we'll see where that goes because I feel like a lot of Clubhouse and like a lot of Clubhouse clones and like all of these other platforms are just trying to one up each other. But I definitely do feel like big tech and Facebook and Twitter might not be um, as successful as achieving success here i i i think so personally and i think a platform such as quilt and more independent um platforms might might win the game i don't know it is it is kind of all up to you know what 2022 brings yeah. because i think that because we were in the pandemic what early march 2020 um most people were in quarantine lockdown yeah. whatever situation that country yeah. was Right. And so it was an immediate shift to, well, I need to talk to someone. And that shift now, I think people are in this great resignation period of, I have talked to myself and myself is telling me, I don't need this particular job or whatever it is. And, um, and so when you think about the conversation, it's almost like we might need to follow the shift in how people are talking to find out yeah. what's going to be the next mainstay. And I, I've listened, right. I've listened to all the, like the differences of happening that's happening with big technology, whether it's Facebook turning into meta live shopping, being something that's offered on TikTok and YouTube having shorts, you know, to compete with TikTok or, you know, all of the different platforms trying to figure out how to connect 
And I think the biggest thing that people can do to connect is stop putting out features (laughs) because they're confusing everyone and making it harder for people to use all of these apps. And I know that a lot of research goes into it and I'm sure you do your own research um, on campus as well, but it's really important for people to, in these kind of user experiences and user design to know that the more you throw at people, the harder it is to keep up, right? Exactly. I think it's you introduce one feature and level that up constantly and you do it well. Focus on one thing and do it well. Yeah, and I think with Clubhouse, they're focusing on one thing and they're doing it pretty well and they're not sort of looking in other directions. But I feel Facebook and Instagram sort of want to, Facebook just wants to do everything. Um, And I think that's where it kind of gets a bit, um, and I also feel like now a lot of us, we're like a lot more aware, we're like a lot more conscious, we're we're a lot more cognizant of our our information our privacy and are less willing to sort of trust as well like we used to and i think that sort of consciousness is definitely something that might deter and like not you know from this maybe social audio from facebook from further advancing but we definitely have to see um yeah but personally i don't really know any friends or anyone i know who uses social audio from facebook or twitter in any way yeah, I don't know, like, especially like, yeah, no one's really on that trade. I feel like a lot of Gen Z as well are, I think they're on the Clubhouse train, but it hasn't, they don't really know about the other platforms. Um, yeah. Have you ever felt like you keep saying, um, I can't hear you, or the voice quality is really bad during your online meeting? Well, Take a look at Iris Clarity by AppSumo. It's hard to stick to an agenda of your remote meetings when participants can barely hear each other, right? So let online conversations flow with AI-powered voice isolation with Iris Clarity by AppSumo. Check the show notes for a link on how you can get it today. Well, so when you open up a room, I just want, if anybody's listening that wants to know like some key points, um, that you should know when you open up a room or p- pick a platform to broadcast on, what are like the key elements that you should be thinking about or considering? Yeah, I believe um, the first and foremost thing is sort of like knowing your audience as well as the people that you can reach out to, because these are very, very powerful ways in which you can reach people, right? It's like audio and emotion. I think that's definitely one thing that um, sort of um, to keep in mind, like your impact as well as your potential. And I think um, specifically, I think um, Clubhouse has really been a big springboard for content creators and artists and performers, which I think is like like really great. Um, and I think that it's given them an opportunity. And I also feel that as Clubhouse in particular sort of facilitates, you know, these live conversations, ultimately it is the value of your content and the engagement of your content and your knowledge is what is sort of driving everything, which is why I think it is a very unique form of social media, because rather than being image focused or sort of, oh, how many likes can I get? How pretty do I look? How do I how am I perceived? It is very, very much about your engagement as well as what you have to share with the world and what you're talking about. And I think that is very, very powerful and it just sort of gives us it's like hopeful because there's more value in of that information you're talking about. People have very short attention spans. And I think with social audio, when you're listening to people, we're definitely, you have to pay attention to them, right? And I think that's very important. Sharpening your listening skills for sure. Um, what 
is your journey so that you can tell our listeners about um, what you've been doing on campus, what you're studying um, as a yeah, journalist, yeah. Um, you know, what your goals, dreams are. I want to know about you. What are you doing right now? Um, yes, yeah, so right now I'm a fourth year political science major um, at Berkeley. Um, and yeah, I'm just basically um, finishing up my undergrad right now. So like I've been I've been um, spending this year doing a lot more writing and sort of just like getting my work out there, which is why I've been sort of also venturing more into sort of writing about technology, talking about business, because I would I just sort of want to also be able to I think uh, the intersection between technology and politics as well as information is something that I've gotten very passionate about. I also write for a campus publication at Berkeley called Berkeley Political Review and it's sort of been a great way for me to um, engage and like write about what I want because I feel like a lot of the time if it's like work or if it's like an internship you sort of are told what to write about and I've also just been sort of just wanting to like write about more as many topics as possible. But I'm also sort of in the process of uh, applying to graduate school and figuring out my future, which has been a lot. And I really wanna focus ultimately um, on policy. That's something that I'm very interested in, especially environmental justice, public health. Um, those are some of the um, policy areas that I'm quite passionate about. And I sort of hope to, because I feel like uh, when you study political science, there's less emphasis on that. And I'm sort of just working on that. And yeah, just sort of, doing as much writing as possible and like figuring out the next step. So things are all over the place right now, but I think that I have somewhat of a goal that I'm working toward. Um, and yeah, ultimately, I do want to be a journalist, though, and especially I want to focus on investigative reporting. Getting your stuff out there while you're finishing up your, your degree right now is a great yeah. way. I mean, I found you just through your work. So um, so definitely you're reaching a lot of people, um, but it is very important um, to Follow what you're passionate about. And if that is, you know, the public health aspect of things, um, you know, and digging deeper and becoming, you know, an investigative journalist, I will follow your career um, <laughs> because, you know, you, you're part of that, um, that audience that I think a lot of people are not um, listening to right now. Um, they, a lot of businesses and big corporate entities want to talk down to or tell you what yeah. to do and it's almost like no we should be listening because they know what's going on um and they see what we are kind of jaded to right and i say we exactly. because i'm older than you but um but <laughs> we are you know i am i'm jaded to a lot of stuff because i'm in my 40s and i've seen it i've been there i'm kind of like i'm over it but you have a little bit more of a vantage point of being removed from a lot of what we've all been experienced, you know, for yeah. a lot of years and looking at it like, why are we doing it this way? You know, and that's why I look at articles written by people like you and I'm like, what do you think? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Because like you're looking at it from a completely different vantage point and I'm so in awe of all that you've done so far. So congratulations to you and keep doing what you do. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Sweet Bites with Sandra podcast. I'll see you on the next one. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Sweet Bites with Sandra, make sure to send an email to info at sandracoltamedici.com. Include in the subject line, be a sponsor.